Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of the uh, Pale Imitation of the Cigar Authority. This is the Bishop <laughs> of the Bird, Nick, and with me... We have the producer extraordinaire and the the voice that you rarely rarely see, Mr. Ed Sullivan. How you doing, Ed? I'm doing well. I mean, on screen, I look paler than you, so may, well, maybe, maybe I'm the pale imitation. I, I am sitting out here in the uh, JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, the ice tent of love, and uh, I had the uh, heater cranked pretty good to warm it up, and uh, it warmed it up a bit too much. Now I'm really hot, and oh, I've boy. opened up some of the windows and... That sort of thing. Yeah, I, so, I was sort of wondering if you were doing the niacin flushing, if uh, <laughs> Mr. Jonathan had talked you into that nonsense. So what? No, is that like he's like eating a ton of rice? Or I didn't think rice was good for the lectins. No, no niacin supplements. I don't know. Oh, like okay. 3,000 times the FDA recommended dose or some nonsense. Well, like that doesn't that. sound safe at all. No, and then he turns all red and his skin burns. <laughs> but okay all right i don't know well it's part of his regimen now there is regimen it is the most complicated <laughs> diet and regimen i swear the guy just you know whatever so to each his own but today we're going to be smoking something that ed picked out and uh you know i want to take a moment before we get too far into this i want to take a moment to Actually, give some praise to the U.S. Postal Service. I normally shit on them um, for a variety of different reasons, and I'm not ever shitting on a specific male person. I know I have some mm-hmm. some individual male people that that listen to the show, and they get a little upset with me when I criticize the male and everything. But I do want to say that I'm talking about the bureaucracy for the most part. But today, I received. 45 minutes before I was set to sit down and, and record with you, Ed, I received my shipment from Two Guys Smoke Shop, and in and amongst all of the cigars that I went ahead and purchased, because I wasn't going to just purchase the one cigar that we're going to no, smoke today, of course it's not. like, that just seems silly, uh, but I did receive my hot cake uh, from HVC, the Corona Gorda, right? That's huh. the one that we got? Yeah, and yours is already out of the package. Didn't you used to have a guy that, you know, did this nonsense? <laughs> yeah, he did that periodically yeah yeah he moved on <laughs> yeah <laughs> people people got tired of the bullshit so um but anyway so i want to go ahead and get my cigar going so it means it's time to cut the cigar the official cutting is brought to you by day and the man ponder over there at riverman cigar company of crestwood missouri and day and the man ponder he's getting in all kinds of great cigars right now um it's a little bit of the slow time so you know uh it's a good time to support your brick and mortar and uh swing on by Give a give a purchase if you're going to smoke somewhere else or hang out in the lounge. I mean, it's a nice, comfortable, warm lounge that you can hang out and watch the games and various things. I mean, it's it's a good time to go and, and patronize your brick and mortar since you can't smoke on your patio at home unless you have a nice tent. But even then, you still got to mm-hmm. have cigars to do it. So it works out. It's a good point. Yeah. So if you're in the St. Louis area. You, you don't do this? Oh, we will in a minute. Oh, all right. Yeah. But if you're in the St. Louis area, swing on by, or uh, he does do mail orders, so you can give him a call and talk to either him or Miss Cindy. But anyway, Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri, and with that, it's time to go ahead and 
cut the cigar. Oh, oh, you got a fancy thing. I do. You know, um, I have actually the, is uh, is that the, is that the Jonathan version? That is the SV cutter in the, in the red gold. Yeah. Right. It goes both ways. (laughs) It does indeed go both straight and not straight, straight and, uh, and, and V yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. So, just so I'm aware, is that what we're doing today? I mean, I'm fine with it. We, are we just are we, are we just picking on Jonathan the whole time? Because I'm a hundred. Uh, only I'm sorry. Where, I'm, listen, only where appropriate. Okay, which okay. is most places. I mean, we've already got a couple in. Well, I mean, for sure. I mean, and, and I can point out that uh, since you wanted to smoke the Corona Gorda, uh, it makes my fingers look fat. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that can be a danger, but um, <laughs> I I do particularly like it in this size. And interestingly, in the hot cake line, their sixty seems like a, a different blend. It's really, and it's not more subdued. It, it's more kick in the teeth on oh. their sixty. Okay, yeah, I thought I thought it could be too much for somebody like you. You know. I like my my throat slitter cigars periodically. Do you? I do. Huh. So. All right. Well, this one this one has a good kick. All right. Well, let's get it going here. I'm looking forward to it. So, Ed, you are like I said. Typically, you, you hang back. You're the, you're the the man. You're the Oz, the 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 Wizard yeah. of Oz, hanging out behind the, the man curtain. behind the curtain. Exactly. Yeah. I love being the disembodied voice, you know, just every now and then when I've got something important to say, I throw it in there. And I hear from a lot of folks yeah, that their favorite part of the show is when I throw in a joke and neither one of them gets it or reacts to it. They just keep on doing what they're doing. Mm. They're I think I've put on the survey before. I don't think it was this year. I think it was maybe last year when you guys did the survey. You had a question about who your favorite person was, and I spe- and I did select you because you just come in with the, those just horribly cutting comments, and, and it's like yeah. you're just like a little joke ninja. You come in out of nowhere, you slice somebody's throat, and then you back out, and you're gone before back you out, even know gone. it. Gone. And it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the the other thing I like to do is is just stir the pot and then sit back and watch what happens. And on the it's so other show, the ash holes. Yeah, know, I kind of kind of did that to Dan. <laughs> you know, I I brought up uh, he was doing which state is the smartest state top okay. five. Okay, and I thought we should look at the bottom five. Well, yeah, and I was pretty sure Mississippi. Ooh. Was going to win, but who okay. turned out it, let me, it let me, was West Virginia. I was gonna say it was. I'm, I was teetering between Alabama, West Virginia. Mm. You know, like yeah. So no, West and, Virginia comes into play. And Dan just threw in that's on brand. Boy, did he get oh. a hate letter the next oh, week? I bet he did. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you can't just like. I well, I mean, you can. Yeah. People expect it from I, you, but yeah, you're not going to get. Yeah, it. yeah. Oh my god. I mean, listen, I, I've lived long enough to uh, be used to the hatred, and it doesn't bother me. I was going to say, as long as you can go to bed at night, who cares? 
you know? Oh, I sleep well. There you go. There you go. So let, let's, you know, let's get into this a little bit. So I, I think, you know, I've been listening to the Cigar Authority for quite a while. You've been on the whole time that I've been listening. Um, so I don't know uh, specifically when you came into it, but it would have been sometime in late 2018 that I guess mm. I would have started listening to the show. Yeah, I think I've been on for about six years and four months, although I'm not counting. No, <laughs> no not at all. So, okay. So it wasn't yeah. too long after then that you came on that I started listening. No. All right. So yep. with that said... I think some people would like to know a little bit more about you. And obviously, you know, if if we're getting into a subject that you don't want to want to talk about, you know, keep your privacy. Feel free. There aren't I mean. too many of those subjects for me. Okay. What do I care? Really? Well, like, I, why would I care? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, I, I, you know, maybe the, 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 you know, statute of limitations isn't up or something like that. I mean, I don't know. Oh, you're right. You there is watch, that thing. You gotta we'll watch that. that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, um, so then it, it, your background, like before we get into cigars and that kind of stuff. So your background, sure. Um, people like to make jokes about your age and everything. You're actually younger than sure. Dave. I am. I am 62 years young, and I think Dave will turn 64 in May. So did you grow up in the New Hampshire area, or did, how did you end I, up there? I grew up in Massachusetts. Okay. Went to college in Massachusetts, and I've always lived in Massachusetts. Although, I, I have seen the world. You yeah. Know, I was in, in software for... Way too long. So that's what I was going to ask is yeah. like for a, a real job, quote unquote, you know, what did you do before, you know, you uh, well, got well, into Interestingly this? enough, uh, in college, I majored in English and American literature. Oh, well, okay. And, so you could have been yeah, a poor journalist like me at some, if things would have gone I a different could've, way. Could have been. And, <laughs> you know, then... Then I got out of college, and I'm looking around, and sobered up a little bit, and said, you know, what the fuck am I going to do with this degree? Yeah, yeah. I thought, well, you still got to pay the bills. So (laughs) I started out with uh, technical writing. Mm. But, you know, I did did a whole long course on that where it had a programming component to it. And I thought, well, this sure beats writing. Yeah. You know, just sort of taught myself the computer thing. Jumped in, and uh, I was winging it for 33 years, I guess. Huh. So I, I, in high school, I took a, uh, a website, or a, a, yeah, a website building class. And mind you, this, is, this would have been, what, 19, this would have been 98, 99, somewhere in that time frame, uh, ba- second half of high school. And uh, so I don't, you know, you think back to whatever it was probably like at that point we were doing that kind of stuff and i remember thinking like well this is fun i could do this you know we could do that i yeah. could do this for a living and you know i go to the college and i'm like you know hey i want to i want to look into this and they're like okay well here's all the math courses that you have to take oh and i was yeah, which is silly I mean, I was instantly out instantly out yeah and, and that, it's kind of silly it doesn't have much of anything to do with math. See, and that's what I was wanting to ask you is how much of that math did I actually need? Because I could be sitting so much better right now if I would have gotten in. You, need, you needed about zero, right? <laughs> it, it's more about uh, 
logic, right? Yeah. And having a logical mind, right? Okay, here's what I want to make this thing do. What are the steps? What are the things that could go wrong along the way? And we have to plan for all of that. But, you know, in the earlier days of computers, when when I started, yeah, there, there was no web, right? Yeah. So I, I was writing assembly language, so the actual commands for the processors. Okay. Now, at that point, you, you probably had to have a little bit more knowledge, but not a lot. You know, you have to understand numbering systems, binary and octal and hex and all of that stuff. But, you know, as the years have progressed in this business, it, it's all higher level languages now. Yeah, you know, I, you've probably seen that they've got the tools that'll build the website for you. Oh, my God. Uh, well, yeah, now we've got AI that I just the other day, when was that? Monday? Sunday or Monday. Downloaded the chat GPT app to my phone or whatever. And <laughs> yeah. and and used that for I didn't I I've I used it for the first time. And uh this thing is crazy. But now I'm getting ads on all my social media. Oh boy. You know, saying telling me that I can use that to write a best selling book. And I'm thinking, you know, oh. That that just feels like cheating to me because I've always I mean that's a bucket list thing for me is to write well, a book. I don't know about what, but you know, yeah. But it well, feels cheating. It, here's the thing: I <clears throat> I wrote uh, in the latest Cigar Journal. I've got an article in there. About, oh, I was going to uh, get to that, but we can get to that now. Yeah, Nick, Nick Perdomo's factory tour. Yeah. So I wrote that, and I thought, I don't know. Let me throw that into ChatGPT and tell, ask it, you know, what should I change here? Okay. And it came back and said, this is very well written. And then all its suggestions wanted me to make it worse than it was. <laughs> but it, it did not seem to understand writing style, right? Well, and it's not a person. I'm more, yeah, I'm more in the, the Hemingway camp, right? I like short sentences and yeah. very direct and le especially you know this uh, as a journalist complex sentences aren't going to help people with their comprehension no no quite the opposite <laughs> i mean you know like when i'm writing for the newspaper exa you're exactly right like i keep it short and brief and even i even go so far as to consider how it's going to look on the page so yep. if you have a paragraph that maybe is four sentences consider breaking that into two paragraphs of two sentences a piece because that, that's just it yeah. you know because uh, you get all these grammar rules and what have you right but that doesn't necessarily make it the most readable that it can be i try to write how i speak so when you read something that i write it you can almost yeah. envision that i'm standing there telling it to you Yep. And just without the ums and the various pauses. <laughs> right. That's the style I like. Yeah. You know, uh, let's be straightforward about it. But, you know, be careful with that chat GPT because it does suffer from hallucinations. I was asking it for uh, cigar show topics. <laughs> it didn't really give yeah. me really much in the way of anything innovative. Let's put it that way. It was pretty basic no, stuff. and. We did the same thing one day, you know, thinking about, okay, we've been doing Cigar Authority for almost 14 years yeah. now. Let's see what this has got to say. 
And yeah, I guess if you didn't know anything about cigars and needed some ideas, it was fine. It was serviceable. If right? you were just starting out too, you know, it's right. like you've got nothing, nothing banked up. And so you can just say, oh yeah, Cigar 101. And I can interview people and things of that nature. Yeah. I mean, if you've never done this before, then yeah, I guess it would work. But Maybe. But, you know, I was listening to a podcast, you know, Petrogrammaton? No. It's, uh, you know, Rick Rubin. Yes. Music yes, producer. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, he's got a podcast where, in fact, he wrote a book on creativity. Okay. So he's got a podcast where he just talks to interesting people. And oh. He had on, uh, you know, Mark Andreessen. That name is really familiar. Where do I know that from? He was a Netscape guy in the early days. Okay. And now, now he's uh, a venture capitalist. Okay, okay. <laughs> He was talking about a study they did on ChatGPT, and what they actually found is if you tell ChatGPT to take a deep breath, yeah, it's more likely to produce accurate results. <laughs> like to actually type in, take a deep breath? Take a deep breath. Interesting. Yeah. And they're not sure why, which concerns me. <laughs> That's it. Because yeah. Oh no. It can't really breathe. Yeah. But you tell it take a deep breath, and uh, you know, speculation is you know contextually that means you know, um, approach it a little more carefully. Yeah. That's but, I, nah, well. Now we're getting into the whole concept of whether or not AI is going to eventually become sentient and to become our overlord and and all that. Nah. You know. So I, I just, don't know that <laughs> the overlord you watch, said uh, you gotta watch Skynet. for election oh. don't seem too good so <laughs> I'm not convinced we're gonna see either one of those guys on the ballot that was that was my 2024, no. 2024 prediction I don't I don't I don't think the ballot's gonna shape up like we all think it's going to I could be mm-hmm. wrong I could be way wrong are you thinking death or I'm I, it could be death it could be uh conviction it could be mm-hmm. um Maybe not even death, but just medical incapacitation. Well, you know, I mean, Nick, you want somebody with conviction, just not a conviction. A conviction, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> right? <laughs> you get. I mean, so, no, I I could definitely see all sorts of weird and crazy scenarios going on. I mean, um, I don't know. Not we're not not to get all political and everything, but you know, um, we all know that the uh, the whole way the president is picked. And ultimately, you know, put forth to the to the voters is mm-hmm. through primary elections. And so yeah. you have the, the delegates, you know, when they win a state, they get so many delegates. Those delegates go to the convention, be it Democrat or Republican. They put in their votes and then whoever has the most votes becomes the party candidate for the nation. Yeah. Well, you have all these states that are considering taking, you know, uh, Donald Trump, I'll just, you know, whatever, uh, off yeah. the ballot. And you've already had Colorado doing it. You've got uh, what California looking Maine, at it. I Maine, think. Illinois is looking at it. Um, Massachusetts is looking at it. The number of states. And the thing is, that's death by a thousand cuts, man. Even if he's taken out in just the blue states like that, if he loses those delegate votes in those blue states, it gives somebody else the opportunity at the at the convention to get just those few more. So I don't know. It's it's. It's interesting to watch as a political wonk, but 
Anyway, is Mr. Jonathan bothering you? No. I think Dave sent some emissary to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm in, I'm in the studio. Obviously. I, I, I wanted a comfortable place to smoke, but I didn't want to be pretentious and do it up on the big stage, you know? Oh, see, you could have. I could have. It would have yeah. been an hour. You could have just had it all to yourself, you know? Yeah, and then, then I could say... Hold on a second. I got to go adjust the audio and get off the stage <laughs> oh, and go over to and, and my I, board. I do want to publicly say that you have been incredibly patient with me today. I was trying to get a different program other than Zoom working, and we spent, what, 20, 25 minutes? 20 minutes? Trying yeah. to figure yeah. and, and for the life of it me, It made I no sense. It doesn't make any sense because I literally used it on Tuesday, two days ago, and it yeah. works just fine, but I, you know, I'll figure right. it out, and it'll be what it is, and maybe someday, you know, you know, it'll all work better. But anyway, we better get me from software over to cigars. Yes, somehow, let's right? do that. Because... Let's do. That. I ramble, you know that. You've listened to my show. <laughs> As before. do I. But, so, um... so okay. So yeah. So softwares. When did when did you uh, make the make the break from software? Seven years ago. Good for you. You know what. I went to a company because somebody I had worked for previously was the general manager there. And he said, come work here. And he's fun. So I went and worked there. Okay. About a year and a half in, it was a public company. They decided to take it private. So a private equity firm bought the thing. And I've seen that too many times. I know how that ends and it doesn't end well. So Typically it ends I with figured- everybody getting cut. I figured I'd give it a quarter. Yeah. See how it goes. And I think in the first month, the guy I went there specifically to work for was exited from the company. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so I had a, a new boss. Writings on the and, wall at that point. Yeah. Well, and it turns into a, a twisted game of musical chairs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people, well, I'm going to get a chair. Take that guy. Get rid of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just became uh, not not a healthy environment, and so yeah. When the quarter was up, I went to see my new boss and said, "Yeah, I've, I've decided to leave the company." He said, "Oh, I'm sorry to hear that," which he wasn't. Well, yeah, he said, I mean, you, you were a line said, item at this point that he just now yeah. didn't have to worry about. He said, uh, "Well, can I ask where you're going?" I said, "Just to my house." <laughs> 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 which kind of confused him a little bit. Yeah. He said, well, no, I meant job. I said, no, I'm just going to my house. That's it. <laughs> That's my plan. <laughs> and, you know, I I had been a, a customer of Dave's for uh, 25 years, maybe at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for the first six months, I, I sort of intended to go back to work. But then every opportunity I looked at, I had some reason why that wasn't right. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to drive into Boston. Well, I don't want to travel anymore. Oh, they're working on boring stuff. <laughs> <laughs> in the meantime, I, I painted, repainted every room in my house. And finally, my wife said, are you ever going back to work? I said, it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> he said, well, you should at least... Do something to cover your cigar budget, which is not insubstantial. I wouldn't, no, no. 
I mean, so I, I would think so. You buy a lot of boxes. I buy a lot of boxes. Yeah. I, I think I was in. I, I was certainly on the the first page of Dave's top customers for that's last nice. year. Yeah, <laughs> but but um, I thought, well, if I have to do something, why wouldn't I go work at Two Guys and get a discount? That makes and perfect that sense. Should, should cover my cigars. I can put my whole whole paycheck towards cigars. Yeah. And so I, I texted Dave, and he he came back and said, "Are you serious?" <laughs> I said, "Yeah." <laughs> he said, "Well, I can't pay you much money." I said, "I don't need much money." It's like so. I actually did eighteen months in retail. Okay. At, at two guys. And I just, then, for the life of me, I don't know if I see you as retail. No, I hate everybody. Well, that's my point. You you just don't yeah. strike me as like the kind of guy that's going to be the super chipper cashier. And that's, uh, I don't do chipper. Right? I mean, no, no offense no. by any of this, but I just, no, you know, no, it's no. Just, I, there's personalities and it just doesn't strike me as. It's. Yeah, it wasn't for me. So when I I saw that Dave opened the studio here, I said, well, "Why don't I just go do that instead?" Yeah, <laughs> which is sort of. So I taught myself all this audio stuff and podcasting stuff, and so just took over. So it was. So that's the thing. I I want to get into that then too. Like, how did you decide? Like at at after you know having an entire career in, in software. And then now doing this dabble of retail, you know, when did you decide like, yeah, I'm going to go and become an, you know, learn audio engineering. Uh, just when I saw Dave had a studio. So it was literally on a well, whim when you saw that he had this studio it, set up. It was a whim. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, for a guy that has, has a license plate that says podcast, I just kind of like, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm amused yeah. by the fact that it was just on a whim. It was just on a whim. I mean, it's it's been, you know, six and a half years now on a whim. Mm-hmm. And listen, so far it's fun. I, I only work on stuff that's fun now. Well, yeah. As soon as something stops being fun, then I'm done with it. So then the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, where you're at now, if people yeah. are on the YouTube watching this, they'll see there's all these different panels behind you with different right. shows on it and everything. So it's not just... The Cigar Authority and the Ash Holes no. coming out of that that studio. No, so I, I started with all the shows, and I, I think at the time there were maybe 14 shows a week that okay. I was producing. And then I started to realize, well, these shows aren't fun. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, if somebody's doing a political show and just ranting, yeah. I, I don't even want to hear it, never mind produce it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's like, yeah, they they can't pay me enough to do that. So I, I told Dave, yeah, I still want to do Cigar Authority, and I'll I'll still do Ash Holes, but the rest of them, eh, you might want to find somebody else to do those. Hmm. So, so were you I, able to some? Were you able to enjoy your cigar while you were doing some of those other shows? Or it depended on the show. Were people, you know, people picky about that? Some of them were smoke-free, which you can imagine. Smoke-free topic I don't like. I'm not going to last. You're definitely all. not doing that. Yeah. No. So, I think I lasted 18 months on that one. Okay. Well, that's, uh, yeah. that's a significant it's, period of time. It's significant. Then we got as long as your retail sent. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got another producer in. He lasted a year and then uh Chrissy was his replacement. Okay. You know Chrissy yeah. the ash hole. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she produces all the podcasts other than Cigar Authority now. Okay. Okay. Very cool. You know, on Ash Holes I'm talent. Well, yeah, you're up you're up on the big desk at, in that show. I am. Yeah. <laughs> for better or worse. <laughs> and actually I prefer to be hiding. Well, off I, screen. I would think so. It, I mean, yeah. it's easier for you to come in with your little ninja comments when you're doing that. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's even easier now with uh just two people on stage. Yeah. Right. Because as the producer, the last thing I want to do is interrupt what somebody's saying. Yeah. And if you've got to watch what, you know. Yeah. If you, if you, the more people that you have on a podcast, the more conflict in people talking at the same time. I I think we did pretty well with it just because it had been so many years. Yeah. And, you know, we were all used to each other. For sure. So you sort of got a sense of when there was space for you to jump in. No, I mean, you always seem to have something nice and, and, and cutting and, and quippy at the appropriate time. So that works out well. Yeah. Cutting, cutting and quippy. I like that. There you go. There you go. As this is my new tagline. There you go. Ed Sullivan, <laughs> cutting and quippy. So what is it about the medium of podcasts that just fascinates you so much? Cause you obviously seem to enjoy it. I do. I think, um, you know, I think spoken word, and for me, it's more about podcasting than it is streaming. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think podcasting at its best is really storytelling. Right. And, you know, our, our show's a little bit different than some of the other podcasts that are super produced. Yeah. I mean, we, we do it live and that's it. It's done. That's that's the best way to do it, in my opinion. I, I don't. I mean, this is going to go out as it is right now. I mean, well, you know, it's, listen, it's, it's uh, what it is. For somebody who's got other things to do, which you do. Yeah. And Dave obviously has other things to do. Yep. You can't spend a lot of time in post-production. No. And when I, it's done, you print it. And the thing is, you can't, in Dave's case, because he has you, he can't necessarily tell you, go spend all this time on post-production and and do all this because then it may not be his vision for what it is it's it's your ultimate vision at the end not his right and so you know that comes up quite a bit if you're a podcast editor right Uh, well yeah you've got to constantly like worry about what they want what they want yeah Yeah. (laughs) and um some some clients will come back with uh, timestamps and, you know, tell you specifically what they want. Yeah. Uh, others are just, okay, remove ums and ahs and all that stuff from it. <laughs> That'll be enough. But, yeah, I, I won't do content editing for somebody else. Yeah. Because it does turn into that shit show of 
back and forth, right? Yep. Well, no, I don't like it. I really wanted that in, and you took it out. <laughs> I deal with that. I just that. don't need aggravation. Oh, I get it, man. I deal with that with my advertisers. You know, some, for the most part, they'll uh, send me, you know, whatever they want in the newspaper. They'll send me, like, the, the printed ad and a little PDF or something. I just drop it in. But every once in a while, there's the small businesses that, you know, they don't have somebody on staff to do it. They don't know how to right. do it. So then they reach out to me and they're like, hey, I want this and this and this and here's my logo and blah, blah. So then I have to lay it out. Well, nothing sucks more than when you get somebody who can't do it themselves, but yet they're going to send it back and forth to you about eight different times to tweak. Oh, I think the, the line here needs to be like a point thicker and blah, blah, blah. You know, so I, right. I totally. I had it. somebody say, you know, I got some graphics for the show here here's somebody's logo and i said well yeah i can't use that why not well it's 300 by 300 <laughs> pixels i, yep. I can't use like, that this is well, a just make stamp. it bigger yeah, yeah no, exactly. this is not how it works <laughs> nope. and, i mean i'm sure you've had a lot I of those hundred no that is the a very familiar thing it's like you just sent me the equivalent of a postage stamp and told me yeah. to make a poster out of it. And it's like, I'm not going to yeah. be able to do that, you know? So, oh, God. Yeah. And listen, I get it. Not everybody understands the details of it. Precisely. And, you know? And, you know, I think Dave was having something done. And the guy said, well, send me a vector graphic. Dave said, oh, it's boy. a JPEG, right? I said, no, that's not a JPEG. <laughs> I'll send him a JPEG. I said, no, you can't send him a JPEG. Not what he's going to want. <laughs> no. And he said, well, I got this TIF. I said, okay, you're getting warmer. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting there. But, we got to keep going yeah. a little bit further, but yeah. I, I ended up just converting the uh, TIF to a vector graphic, and that seemed to satisfy See, that's good for dave he's got you so you can help out yeah he's got people that that's the important thing you got to have some people around listen he's he's the creative engine of the whole thing you know you don't have to get bogged down with details so then what so if you're bringing the the tech help what does mr jonathan bring to the table Oof. let me think <laughs> dietary recommendations i mean none that you want i got nothing for him okay no. all right um, I, he does a, he is a very good salesperson i i i'll give him that you know yep. um dancing tips maybe i mean you know dancing yeah i'm not taking the dietary tips yeah i wouldn't recommend that i mean i don't know maybe if you want to be a skeleton yeah, I mean, look, I, I obviously like my lectins a bit too much. Yeah, yeah. You know, and well, carbs. I, and actually, he looks better than he did at his worst. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, he was uh, just drawn and skeletal. I feel if you like... remember, for, for a while, I was, repl you know, putting a skeleton over him every I now and then remember. on the podcast. <laughs> I do remember. And I... Was that... Around the time when I came up for the anniversary party, two yeah. years, but in twenty two, yeah, was because it was right around right around Halloween. I started using that. Yeah, one. I feel like it was he he was real thin when I came up for that event. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah that looked, would probably be about the time he looked deathly ill around that time. Yeah, yeah, and he he looks better now. 
Yeah, I mean, it was rough, man, when he was sandwiched in between, you know, the two other people on that stage. Right, was like, right. That was comical, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, I guess it did make him look all the more amazing. It did. That's the thing. It's like it accentuated yeah. it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So let's talk about cigars a little bit. So when did you start getting, I mean, this is the typical question. When did you start getting into cigars? Uh, 32 years ago, something like that. You know, I I smoked my uh, Garcia Vegas and what have you in high school and all of that. But for the premium (laughs) cigars. God, I'm I'm so, that, that bit's going away, right? Yeah, I'm damn it! So. <laughs> You're gonna have to just every once in a while interject. I just blurted it out. Yeah, just, just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> smooth or whatever. It is. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. See, you just gotta just every once in a while keep oh, that going. Don't although, don't, well, don't let well, that Well, maybe he did that commercial. You know, he starts out uh, sort of sounding like Don Corleone, but by the end, he sounds like Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> it was just. Not not a great, but it was better than the Jonathan version. I, <laughs> it's true. The Jonathan version was bad, although he... Uh, well, in Jonathan's defense... He's never I, seen I The Godfather. There. No, I was there when it got made. <laughs> oh. Dave said, okay, well, yeah, you just do the Don Corley. And he said, well, I don't know what that is. He <laughs> was telling him to stuff Kleenex in his cheeks, <laughs> which is accurate to how you know. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what Brando did, right? Yeah. So, in all fairness, Jonathan's wasn't bad, having never seen anything. Yeah, but yeah. It just it's, what do you what do you expect? But it wasn't good. No, it wasn't no, good no. at all. <laughs> no. no, no, no. So, yeah, I mean, it was probably a couple of years after I quit smoking cigarettes that, you know, I picked up the premium cigars. And so I was there all throughout the cigar boom. Okay. And, you know, back in the 90s, uh, Cuban cigars were a different animal. They were better than they are today. I mean, they still had some construction problems. They they went out before, before they should have. But uh, in those days, they had the genuine Corojo wrapper, right? Okay. Before they started, they had to hybridize it because of blue mold. Yeah. And the first iteration of that, I think it was the Habana 2000, they called it tasted dire and the other thing about it was it didn't actually burn oh you know that's a problem for a cigar (laughs) it was really bad and you know after the boom is really when cigars started getting much better outside of cuba Mm. and they just keep improving all the time so um the other the other thing is too i think my taste changed and I like fuller-bodied cigars, which Cuban cigars are not. Yeah. You know, they're not strong cigars. I haven't had many. Uh, All the ones I've had have been given to me. But, uh, but But the ones that I've had, you're right. I mean, they're, they're, if they're good, they've got a little flavor to them. You know, they've got now not much variety to the flavor. I mean, it's pretty standard. Right. All the way through from what, at least the ones I've had. 
but uh, yeah, it, it it doesn't have great complexity. Yeah, uh, very identifiable flavor profile. Like if you have smoked a lot of Cuban cigars, blind you can pick out which one's Cuban without any issue whatsoever. So, if you like that flavor profile, then that's probably what you should smoke because. Nothing else is quite the same, Yeah. although closest to it, in my estimation, are the Aladino things. Okay. Right, the Corojo. That's the genuine Corojo. Yeah. So that that is the, the type of Corojo that was being grown in Cuba before 2000. Well, that makes sense. I've heard the story of, you know, Julio getting the seeds out and everything like, you know, and yeah, and and the bear science. Yeah, a lot of speculation the, of where those know. seeds were hidden. <laughs> this watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I, I I think they might have been hidden internally. Yeah, I was say, this watch. I protected this watch. Your father's watch. <laughs> oh God. Um. But yeah, I you know I that okay that makes sense that the Aladinos would be most similar to what you were saying the prior cubans were um so then in terms of what you're smoking these days i obviously you know you're neanderthal guy uh i smoke a lot of the neanderthals still um usually the small one the hoxd Mm -hmm. uh i've been loving the hotcakes i mean i think right now in the tesla door Mm -hmm. i've got uh, the tesla door I've got a, a box of these, a box of the half Coronas. I think I got a, a box of Perdomo Champagne, the Corona size. I've got a box of the Perdomo 30th, box of Bandolero Firecrackers. That may be all I have. Oh, no, I've got uh, the the little champagne, the Puritos. Okay. Oh, and some Saka Firecrackers. Oh, and Perdomo firecrackers. I probably got eight to ten boxes of cigars in the car right now. But you, but to to the uh, you you really have honed in, and you seem to really like the smaller sizes. Is that so you can and, get more cigars in in the day? Like you like a variety, or is it just that? Like two two things, you know. When I, when I started smoking, a fifty was big. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, it was it was a lot of Coronas and Corona Gordas and all that kind of stuff. So it's sort of what what I grew up on. Mm-hmm. So that ring gauge is what I like, and yeah, shorter for me is better because I do like to change it up quite a bit during the day. You know, go to different flavor profiles for the full day. Yeah, and, you know. I think it's pretty rare that, um, you know, you have some cigars with good complexity that may change significantly over the smoking of the whole cigar. I'd say there's not a ton of those, though. Yeah. You know, not significant change. Yeah, yeah. There'll be some some variation across the cigar, but... I like to, you know, I'm sort of Monty Python now for something completely different. I was going to say, so by smoking something smaller, you get what you get out of that, you finish it, and then to your point, you move on and it's something completely different. And that's why I love some of the 
the firecrackers, you know, I always stock up on those because that's a good short smoke. Yeah. And like I say, the HOXD is a short one. Now the hot cake half Corona. So, yeah, I think it's more about variety. That explains how you get so many in in the day, because I've heard Mr. Jonathan mention how many, you know, that you smoke so many cigars throughout the day. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, my God, if he's, you know, smoking. They're they're not 60s, they're not Toros, and most of them aren't even Robustos. (laughs) That would make sense then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, cool. Yeah, but, you know, I'll kick off the day with a, a good strong one to start. Like I, I like an HOXD first thing in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get the, <laughs> start get the, the day with a kick in the ass. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it'll get you going for the day. That's for sure. You. That's for sure. Um, but you. So I have to ask. I've heard that you hot box in the car, dude. I have had some time out in the tent here, where yeah. it's so damn cold. You know that. Uh, I only crack like a window and yeah. whatnot, and it can get really smoky in here. How in the world mm-hmm. are you? Well, I guess if you're driving a Tesla, is it doing the driving for you, and that's how you don't have to worry about? I mean, some sometimes it does, okay. but uh, oh no, I can see perfectly fine. Oh, dude, I, every now and then, if it's too oppressive, I just you know crack a couple windows, it all goes away, and roll up the windows and start again. <laughs> but okay you know i i don't like the wind factor right because it messes with the burn the ashes end up everywhere it does and also you have to then uh, you know i don't know well yeah you're i mean hell it's probably colder there than it is here yesterday when i was doing my deliveries i had my driver window cracked about so much and I'm yeah. smoking in the car, and I and that's and that's all I had. It was it was, I think 35 for the high, and uh, mm-hmm. you know I'm driving and I'm getting the wind coming in a little bit, but I have my my heater in my car, and uh, blowing yeah. at my feet. I don't want it blowing at you know chest and face mm-hmm. level because you know I'm smoking. Blow right back in your face. Exactly. Yeah. So I've got the feet going, um, but even then I had to have the the heat cranked and at the highest temperature to counteract the cold wind coming in from the window right. <laughs> and yeah, I don't like the cold no no so i mean on the flip side i it gets really smoky in my car really quick if i don't have that on so uh air open so you have I just, to embrace it nick embrace I, the smoke boy i guess all my subscribers get their paper in the mail, and they're like, what is the smell on this thing? <laughs> I mean, that, that can be a problem. You yeah. don't want to leave things in the car that you care deeply about. Well, I mean, I'm taking it to the post office. It becomes somebody else's problem at that point. But <laughs> still, now, now my kid's car seat, on the other hand, I'm sure my ex-wife would have some questions whenever I'm going to pick him up. And she's like, what's this? You know, she knows better no. now. Uh, this story will probably make you sad, but it was a major accomplishment for me last week when I got my wife to agree to cancel the paper subscription of the Boston Globe. Yeah. I mean, on one well, hand, it makes me sad. On the other hand, uh, you know, the, oh. the dailies, man, they ain't what they used to be. Hey, we got oh, a guest. Oh, shit. <laughs> we got a guest. You're welcome for my appearance. The bill will be in the mail. Oh, hey, okay. Jonathan, can you flip all the lights back on? 
Christy turned them off, and I got very dark. That's I'll, better. Tell him I'll get right on that. The the bill. Nick will get right on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But I I said to my wife, "Well, when's the last time you looked at the actual paper?" She said, "Well, maybe a year." I said, "Maybe more like two, right?" She said, "Well, yeah, I I read it online." Well, okay. You know, so we, at least at least. There's oh, no, we have a we yeah. have the digital subscription, yeah. but I said to her, well, you know, I, I I just you take the paper and you put it right in recycling. Yeah. You know, yeah. take it out of the bag. And, and let me put tell it in and I don't know what the Boston Globe runs, but I know the daily, you know, papers around here, man, they're not cheap. It, it's not cheap. Um you know, it's let's see. I think it was $170 a month. Okay, I was going to say if you were going to say a year I'd be like, "Shit, man, that's actually pretty good." But no, yeah. 170 a month and then I felt like they I changed it to digital only. Yeah. And I felt like they undercharged for that. It was like 27 bucks and change. Dude, the 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 amount of money that goes into printing and dis- delivering, be it either with a delivery person or mail or whatever method you're getting your paper. It's just so yeah. much money. I mean, if I look, I have a nostalgic love for, you know, holding and actually reading, you know, something. Um, but on the flip side, the business side of me, I would love yeah. to have digital only with my thing. And, you know, during COVID I had um, probably a solid two thirds of my readers switch from print to digital Mm-hmm. And so it, 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 I mean, it went completely, you know, the other way, which I thought was interesting. Um, so I'm, well, gonna... my wife said, you know, she doesn't want to cancel it because she feels bad for the delivery person. And I said, well, you know what? He delivers the paper in a Lexus. So I think he's going to be <laughs> he's probably okay. okay. Yeah. I said, you know, but if you feel bad, give him a severance package. (laughs) And she said, well, I'm not sure I want to. I said, well, how about this? Just have him deliver the paper to the recycling center. There you go. And just take me out of it. But in Uh, the end, uh, she she agreed we could uh, cut back on that. It's fair. It's fair. Although I always make the, the, I I come back to a story, um, that uh, there was one day I had my son in the car. He was still a little baby. And uh, so this foul odor came wafting up from the back seat. So I pulled into a parking lot and checked him. And sure enough, he had he had destroyed his diaper. So I mm. pa- undo the back end of the, the SUV, got him all laid out, go into the, yeah. the baby bag, get the diaper out. And lo and behold, I don't have any wipes. And I'm like, what uh, the hell am I going to do? <laughs> but, but you had your paper. But any good newspaper owner has a bunch of spares sitting on the floorboard of the car. <laughs> and by God, I had my bottle of water and I had a newspaper. And I could just wet the and I, I could take care of that. I was able well, to. So you can't wipe your, wipe your baby's ass with an iPad. And I'll tell you, we had our first problem this week because it snowed out. And then my wife said, 
I should have kept some of those newspapers. I like to put the snowy shoes on a newspaper. <laughs> See, when I there, are, there are uses for the newspaper. I mean, you can't uh, line a birdcage. You can't wrap your fish. I feel as though we could just buy some newsprint for that and come out cheaper. You could probably just go to the grocery store, and I'm sure you probably have a rack at the entrance and the exit with, like, mm-hmm. the free real estate papers and things of oh, that yeah. nature, you know? I mean, That's good. I have done a lot of moving and packing of dishes and things like that with free newspapers that I just mm-hmm. went to the store and grabbed a bunch of. So I get it. You know, All right. There's, See, I've, lear- I've learned something on this podcast. Well, that makes you the cigar authority mm-hmm. now, doesn't well, it? Well, <laughs> the newspaper authority. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, why don't we now go ahead and do this? It's time for the Villiger Cigars Entertainment Report, brought to you by Villiger. Villiger Cigars, one of the leading cigar and cigarello manufacturers in the world, founded in 1888 and still family-owned and operated. Head over to VilligerCigars.com and check the store locator to find a shop near you that carries them. We guarantee that Villiger Cigars will be a wonderful addition to your humidor and cigar rotation. So, Ed? Whoa. What have you, I know, right? That's some some high quality uh, production right Whoa. there. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So I like uh, it a lot. I didn't know if you were talking about that or my my sweet Taylor Swift Eras cup that I have here. <laughs> you know, wow, it's my water my water cup, my Taylor Swift cup. Um, yeah. What? So you know, I've got a good recommendation for something you can watch now. Okay, and something. That may become available later in the year. Okay. Now, the thing I just finished was uh, Slow Horses. Have you heard of that one? No. I think it's an Apple TV thing. Um, it's about MI5. You know, Ooh, so you okay. got your British accents. And the Slow Horses are sort of the group of fuck ups. Okay. That have all been stationed together yeah and of course they end up saving the day but it's got um, gary oldman oh i you like know, him. gary oldman yeah he, yeah and he is fantastic in this series you know okay plays a a schlumpy guy who farts a lot <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> i can I, yeah. i'm gonna refrain from mentioning who it is but i can think of somebody that that reminds me of um, oh boy <laughs> anyway um Okay, well, I'll have to look at that. I don't have Apple TV. It's probably one of the few streaming services that I haven't signed up for. I'm waiting for the um, the Godzilla show. Um, what's the name? Monarch, I think, is the name of it. Mm. I'm waiting for that to finish, and then once that does, then I'll sign up. And I can finally yeah. watch Ted Lasso. I've never watched Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah, you might as well. Yeah. I think that's done now. I think so. I heard it was good. Yeah. I don't know if it's good yeah. or not. But. Yeah, it, it was. I think it was better at the start. You know how these things yeah, go. Yeah, they always go that way. But the thing that may or may not be available in 2024 is a film called The Day the Clown Cried. Mm! Do you know I this know film? about that. I 100% <laughs> know about that. And I didn't know so, that that was coming out this year, but I am dying to see that. I am absolutely... I, I mean, it, it's... A must-see before I leave this earth, right? So for those people who don't know what this is, this was a Jerry Lewis movie that he made, (laughs) and 
after it was finished, he basically uh, correct me if I'm wrong. He watched it and basically said, "This is so fucked up. We, I, I, this, we, they threw it in a vault and forgot about it." And, uh, and I he, think it, people it, had to convince him that he could not release. This. Oh, was that it? Okay, yeah. Because the yeah. plot of this thing is he plays a clown, yeah, who, named Helmet Helmet Dork, and he entertains children at a concentration camp. That is correct. <laughs> and this movie ends with him going into the gas chamber, I believe? Yes, with the children to entertain them. To keep them from being scared as they're about to get gassed and killed. I mean, That's a this, pretty concise plot summary. <laughs> this is dark as hell, people. <laughs> and so, like, and I, I, I've heard of this. I've seen little behind-the-scenes things that have come out and snuck out about it. But I didn't realize that it was possibly coming out this year. Well, this is the the year that um, it can be released. Okay. So now we have to see who really would release this thing and and what may become of it. Oh, I have to see this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really do want to see it. Um. It's probably the, the best of the clowning concentration camp genre. I would think so. I mean, yeah. I don't, I'm not aware of any other movies in the Nor clowning concentration camp genre. No, I mean, he could have defined the genre. I mean, this. it's possible. Yeah, he could. I mean, for all we know, once it releases, it could be the start of a whole new genre. We could have sequels and, you know, all sorts of things coming out. I mean, Although not not they, with Jerry Lewis, but this article says uh, consider two films: "Life Is Beautiful" and "Jacob the Liar." These two films, both set in World War II, involve Jewish men attempting to create joy in the lives of those around them, whose <laughs> endings are bleak. So maybe he started something. You know, maybe he did. Um, okay, well, well, this is the originator of the clown and concentration camp genre. Oh my god, I love it so much! I had no idea that was possibly available this year. Well, this is a bit. I had I had a Google alert set up. It came in this morning, and I was like, "Wow, (laughs) wow!" Well, this is going to be a big year for entertainment. First, we get that, and then you know, and then uh, Mickey Mouse comes into the public domain, and you know, right? And there's already somebody saying they're making a horror movie about oh. a demented mouse. Yeah, or well, I mean, it was like uh, Winnie the Pooh when he came out. We had that trailer like locked and loaded the minute he he you know came out and everything. Oh God! And did I see somebody who shall not be re- named? Is already out with a cigar, a Mickey Mouse cigar. Oh, you can guess who it is. Look, I'm willing to talk about it if you're interested in talking about it. Well, we don't. I I don't really care. We don't have to. Whatever. But uh, but. uh, you know, that guy is nothing but fucking trouble. He has already (laughs) just proven to be a thorn in the side of the industry that he's making money off of. I don't know why anybody of any stature whatsoever is doing any business with him because, I mean, my God, you know the other bands that he's put out have probably... I I don't know this, but I'm I'm confident. You know the FDA has seen, you know, the various other things. And, you know, yeah, 
let's let's be let's be so dumb as to put out a cigar with Mickey Mouse on it. And and look, I get it. Just because you can doesn't mean you should, but I get it. You know, you want to be yeah. a, a disruptor. Well, you're just being a fucking child and you're just <laughs> causing trouble for everybody else. And you know the FDA is going to use that as exhibit number one when sure. they start saying that cigars are being marketed to children. It, when you've yeah. got Steamboat mm-hmm. Willie on a fucking cigar, yeah, you know what? I could make a solid argument about that. <laughs> we won't even yeah, get absolutely. into Cookie Monster and all the rest of them. But, like, no, oh. I, you know, oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, and uh, I think the approach is they're all limited releases that have disappeared by the time anybody's going to come after you for yeah, but there's trademark. But there's posts all over social media of sure. these things. So it's not like the evidence trail isn't there. And yes, um it maybe avoids the trademark issue, but it certainly gives the FDA all the ammunition they need, you know, for that yeah. kind of I just I uh, whatever. Yeah, I mean on the make on the Mickey Mouse it was speculation that uh, <clears throat> Disney would sue people for trademark violation, even though it's not a trademark violation. Um, I do because know. Because they got unlimited money. Well, they right? do, yeah. <laughs> and so even if you're going to win, are you going to pay the money to defend it? Well, that's valid. And then did you see that uh, YouTube, there are a few people that posted um, Steamboat Willie, the cartoon, to their right. channel, and, and YouTube demonetized those videos even though technically they shouldn't have done so right based upon (laughs) so like you know it it's yeah i mean i don't know it's not mickey mouse it's steamboat willie it is Steamboat. it's not even the right outfit no and there's question about that like if you can color you know if you do a color version you you know you can't you can't put gloves on him you can't do this and that i mean it's it's so freaking complicated now I'm going to say this, and uh, you know, part of me hopes that he does get in trouble for it. But I don't know if you looked closely at that. But on the band, it lists off, and I'm not going to give them play, but his company name, and then it says Orlando, yeah. Florida. But it's in the Disney font, and I wonder uh, if that I don't get him on the font. I'm wondering if they can get him on the font. You know, <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, what a piece of shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people don't realize that uh, certain fonts are trademarked. Oh, they yeah. They develop their own font. Mm-hmm. You, you remember fonts the old and- days? You were around for the days of computers where the fonts were a big issue. You had to go buy fonts. Oh, yeah. License them. You still do, actually, to some degree. I mean, Dep- if you want... Depending on which font you want yeah, to use. Yeah, if you're you wanting know, something still- specific, you can still go out and buy a lot of it. I know... You know, I I use you know the Adobe Suite with uh, for my newspaper and everything like that, and so there's a lot of fonts that come in there. But um, yeah, I yeah, mean, I, it, I think over time a lot of companies develop their own fonts, yeah, to release with their products. And see, and the other thing that people don't realize along that same line is you can't just go and Google image search a picture and just plop it onto something. I mean, like, there's a (laughs) lot of rights involved in photos as well. So, I don't know. Anyway. But 
But but what if I take somebody's copyright out of the image? Then I can do it, right? Oh, sure, yeah. You just crop the little <laughs> C out of the thing. It's no big deal. <laughs> well, what if I change the color of it? Can I do just, that? Just flip it, I, you know? It's like, oh, there you well, go. Just change the color. It's, yeah. it's fine. Well, you, you hear that all the time in podcasting, right? Well, you can play up to 10 seconds. No, you can't. You're not supposed you to. Can, you know <laughs> I mean, people no. do it. And, and you're banking well, on the fact that you're not going to get caught. But Right. Yeah. And... You know, then you have all kinds of people saying, it's fair use, it's fair use. Well, no, fair use is a defense after they sue you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it Ex- doesn't protect you from a lawsuit. Exactly. I just, yeah. And, I they, they, you know. that, No, and that's the thing. There's a lot to this. And, and, and you know, I mean, going out and finding, finding free use, you know, um, or, or whatever, um, music. You know, to, to yeah. for the start and end, and you know, background and stuff like Listen, that. Listen, I I pay for a subscription. Oh, okay, subscription. <laughs> a subscription. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, I mean, so, you have to. You gotta. You gotta protect yeah, yourself. And, yeah, <laughs> and, and that's always a thing when uh, we have to make some kind of new ad using a familiar song <laughs> they will say well yeah but you can use the karaoke version i said no you can't <laughs> well it's on youtube i said yeah they probably licensed it yeah to put that version on there i mean and, yeah every time uh i upload to youtube it does that little scan at the end where it checks for copyrighted right. material yeah and listen if he wasn't dead Ask George Harrison about my sweet Lord, <laughs> how that worked out for him. Yeah. And uh, that was, uh, to me, that one was questionable even, but he lost. Well, and then uh, you have, uh, I mean, yeah, there's all kinds of different music examples you can look at. Right. But yeah. I, I mean, it's, at least the hip hop people were straight up. They just took it. Yeah. They sang it. They sampled <laughs> it, you know. <laughs> no, 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 no. They stole it. They stole it. <laughs> uh, um, I, I think. Uh, I guess the wheels on the bu- the wheels on the bus wasn't copyrighted. May not have been. I don't know. I'm just doing you know. So sometimes when we create these, I specifically upload it to YouTube as private to see. Okay, it's oh, just going to get flagged. That's a good idea, actually. I hadn't even. Yeah, I don't want to have to pull a show or something because so. of some ad. Yeah. Well, speaking, yeah, I wasn't speaking. Of wasn't YouTube, sure. If, oh, yeah. go ahead. No, go ahead. Wasn't no, sure. I wasn't sure at first if they ran the whole copyright check on private, but they do. I would think. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I would guess they would yeah, run they, it on no. whatever you upload. Yeah, they do on everything that's uploaded. Okay. Speaking of YouTube, have you guys had any more issues since you know YouTube Gate earlier this uh, this year? Or uh, la- I guess it was late last year. We. We haven't, you know, uh, I think it was maybe eh, two years ago mm-hmm. when I noticed in the terms of service that uh, yeah, you cannot put a link to a site that sells products with nicotine. Okay. And I went through all whatever, 700 plus episodes of Cigar Authority and edited every description. In the show notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Now, at the same time, though, we were doing the after show okay. that was just going up uh, as unlisted. 
Right, because yeah, it's only I, we post the link on me. So Miwi. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to leave the link in there and see what happens. Well, what happened is two years later, I think they started checking those. Okay. So it was so, the after show episodes that were removed that, from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And th- those essentially were, I don't, I mean, we're not keeping them for posterity. Yeah. Right. Because it was just, okay, you know, maybe 50 people might watch it. Yeah. And then it's gone. So, and I've got copies of all of it anyway. You know, once things started with YouTube. Yeah. I ended up every show before I, I delete the video, I move it to another storage device. So we, we have them. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but, uh, but you also started using Rumble around that time as well, right? Uh, Odyssey and Rumble. Okay. Now, Odyssey sort of interesting because it, it was built around some cryptocurrency that they put together. Uh-oh. And <laughs> yeah, I I think their cryptocurrency got shut down. Oh, so God. if your whole platform is built on top of that, I, I don't see a future for Odyssey. Although, yeah, you know, on Rumble, since we started live streaming there, we probably get six, seven hundred views an episode wow. on Rumble. Wow. Yeah. That's really good, actually. I I didn't know how big the audience on Rumble would be. Yeah, I don't, and I don't know. I'm going by their analytics. Are they real, or are they just trying to make you feel good about it? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, I, I mean, we are monetized on Rumble. I, I haven't checked lately. Last I saw, we had a couple dollars. There you go. It's better than YouTube. They stopped that a number. Yeah, of years I mean, back. literally a couple of dollars. Yeah, I mean, you know, well. Yeah, that was where it started with YouTube. We were demonetized. Yeah. You know, and I said to Dave, well, it's only a matter of time. It's easy enough for them to generate a transcript of the show. Once they start running their tool against the transcript, they're going to see. They're going to see that you're giving out a website address. Yeah, yeah. So eventually... I, I think the whole YouTube thing will dry up for almost everybody. Um, Nick Gervais keeps talking to me about Twitter. Have you looked in or X, whatever you want to call it. Have you looked yeah. into that platform at all? I haven't done so. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm not big on shitter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have it. I don't really use it. So I get and, it. And I don't know for, for what we're doing. It's not a video platform, no. although he's trying to make it one. But uh, as far as I know, you still can't do a widescreen aspect ratio. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what, what kind of video is it going to be? I mean, it's fine if you're doing, you know, a talking head thing with one head. Uh, Mr. J <laughs> and, Mr. J and Dave are going to have to sit really close together. You <laughs> <laughs> can sit on Dave's lap. There you It'll go. be fine. <laughs> Uh, and, and oh man, the, I, the Christmas episode. When I hit be the fun. butt plug drop, it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> the butt plug. <laughs> I think it's good. <laughs> I think it's good. I like that. Uh, well, yeah. spe- speaking of fun drops, guess what, motherfucker? It's time for three cigars we smoked and enjoyed this week. And so uh, I still have that that Tiger King drop that I I just still like. Mm. I don't know. 
Anyway, so what have you been smoking lately that uh, you feel like giving a highlight or shout out to? Anything special above and beyond what you normally do? Boy, I mean, every now and then I'll splurge on an Alfonso. Mm. And for me, that that's the, the best cigar that he makes. Okay. You know, and that's lighter than I normally smoke, but the flavor's fantastic on that cigar. You know, I thought the same yeah. when I had my uh, first Atabay when I was up yeah. in your area for the and, anniversary party. Yeah, and, you know, the Alfonso kicks it up a notch in terms of strength from the Atabay. It's sort of, you know, love child of a Byron and an Atabay. <laughs> Ooh, okay, okay. But, you know, it's a it's a very good cigar. And I think it was the other morning I went in Dave's office and he gave me one of my favorite Atabays, which I call the Baby Jesus. <laughs> okay. The, I think the size name is Hechizos. Okay. But it's a tiny little tiny. cigar. So so I, I call that the Baby Jesus. I like it. I could get behind that. Um, and, you know, I've been smoking quite a few of the Cigar Authority Cigar of the Year. Ah, McAuliffe Black. Yeah, I think. Oh. I bought a box this morning. My God. (laughs) (laughs) And and three boxes of what we're smoking. So, you know, I tend to to smoke a a lot of the same things, but when I'm in here, I'll buy singles of a a bunch of different things. Try different stuff. I'm enjoying the uh, Perdomo 30th. I've sort of honed in on the Sun Grown as my favorite in there. Well, okay. So I... In the pack that I received today in the mail that my HVC came in, I have, uh, I think, one of each, the Connecticut, the Sun Grown, and the Maduro of yeah. the 30th. Um, I also got a couple of the uh, Garofalo uh, Sun Growns. The, uh, is it the the one with the orange? I don't know if it's yeah. the La Familia or which one that is. But That is the La Familia. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I like that also one. Also excellent. It is. And then uh, I got a couple of these, and I feel like I ordered something else, but I can't remember. I'll have to look later. And what what size do you get for those? Now, those, I think I ordered the Churchills because I don't mm. think they had the Epicures available for the Sun Grown online it's at the time quite that possible. I, I think that may be the most popular size yeah so it was one of those things it's like you know do i go a little cheaper and get a robusto or do i go just a little yeah. bit higher and get the churchill and i actually wow. smoke a lot of the perdomo churchills um and uh i i find that those are good for me um when i'm driving because i get just that extra little bit of time out of it and yeah. as I'm, you know, doing my driving and everything, it tends to last a lot longer. Well, I tend to smoke the torpedoes just because his stuff is big ring gauge for the most part. Yeah. Well, yeah. You I mean, know. as a Churchill, it's a 54. So, I mean, that's a right. That's a big Churchill. <laughs> so yeah. The the only problem is, you know, my my cutter in the car. I always use a perfect cutter. Yeah. Right. Because if you're cutting while driving. You can't really be looking at it, but that becomes a problem when you want to cut a a torpedo. Mm, Yeah, that would be an issue. (laughs) uh, It's an issue. I will say that uh, um, I also have a perfect cutter in the car, but the nice thing about the uh, Calibri 
that uh, I have here and that, you know, Mr. Jonathan, I guess, also oh, has. Yeah. It captures the all schmuckus. that stu- The on the inside. Yeah. And if you do the straight cut, it, it is a little deep when you do the straight cut, but um, yeah. it's it's got those pieces there that yeah. uh, keep it from, from going too well, far. So it's kind the- of a perfect cutter. In a way, yeah, the perfect cutter will hold on to the schmokus, but then I don't know about you. Then I forget it's got schmokus in it. And next time you oh, go I, to use it, yeah, it just I falls everywhere. Myself, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. that that happens a lot. So, um, so this week for me, I you know it's been a week of a lot of uh, my my standard go to cigars. I haven't I've I've been busy and I haven't really done a whole lot of variation in my smoking this year. I've started tracking this year um, every cigar that I smoke on the day uh, so that at the end of the year I can have a count and I can actually look and see what I've been smoking. And so far, um, I can tell I'm a big Perdomo smoker. Um, So like yesterday, for example, I had bought one of those fresh packs, the sample, you know, of the sun grown. So I went through three of the four in that in that fresh pack so i had a lot <laughs> Got 20, a little stuck there for I, a minute i did i had a lot 23 a 10th anniversary sun grown and a habano sun grown yesterday um so i mean i'm i'm firmly in the perdomo camp this week but uh i also had a yagua two days ago but i had that on the show so i don't really i don't really count the ones i have on the show for the most part and yeah, and you were learning. Okay, a solo show. You don't actually get to smoke. No, <laughs> you know, no, it's, it's really tough. It and sucks really bad. Actually, you just, well, you've got nobody else to fill. No, you've you got know. that cigar just sitting there and just burning and going out. It's not that big of a problem on the live stream, but if you're listening, then you don't see what's going on. It's just oh, like silence yeah. now, right? So yeah, and the problem is. I can't, it's hard for me to clip the silence from the audio version that goes out Yeah. because, um, like for that one, I'll record on the iPad and then, um, I'll take the, the video file from the iPad, throw that into, uh, iMovie and then I'll take the audio track or the audio version yeah. of the podcast and overlay it because otherwise... I don't have this plugged in. It's using the microphone based off of, it's just catching, it's like a speakerphone, basically. It's not actually right. produced. And so, you know, I can't, I can't clip the, the blank time for, or the, the empty space right. from the audio because it'll throw off the video. And then I got to go through and clip out all that audio or video. And that's a giant pain in my ass that I'm not going to do. So, yeah. You don't want to get into that because no. I think you'd, Pretty quickly find you don't want to do the podcasts anymore because oh, it's too much work. I hate doing the solo shows. Those, it's always a moment of last resort when I end up having to do that. But it's you know I get it. It's it's uh, one of those things. People are busy. People have uh, lives and whatever. Although it's an interesting choice to do two a week. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that was a that was a bone of contention with my. My old co-host, he he did not like that. He he didn't mind it for a while, but then it, it, after a while, it became a thing. And uh, I uh, I've kept it going mostly because I feel like that was the commitment I made to 
you know, Aladino and Villiger and the the various right, sponsors. Right. You know, they'd, yeah. they'd get this much content out a week, but uh, I will say it would have. I was I was this close at the beginning of January <laughs> of this year to uh, to announcing like, hey, we're gonna go to one a week starting in twenty twenty four, and you know, it didn't mm. didn't happen. You're not there yet. No, I just I I don't know. I, it's uh, just one of yeah, those things. Re-up on the ads probably come at the beginning of the year. And, and you'd have to synchronize it with that. Yeah. So so I at least have another year where I'm doing twice a week and figuring out, you know, how to make it work. And, you know, but that means that we get to talk about fun things like, you know, online dating and, you know, um, stupid shit. So I, I, I watched that. You know, I, I know nothing about it, you know, because oh, it wasn't invented. I yeah. think the most they had back in my day was lunch dates. Yeah, be thankful. Be thankful. Yeah. Be thankful you don't have to worry about it. It sounded like something I would not enjoy. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot of work. When it works out, I it mean, works out well. But sometimes it's a lot of work. You get some content, though, for your podcast. Oh, no shit, man. I mean, I, you know... There's some stories I I told I've told them on here and there's you know I wouldn't have met the Scientologist girl if I wouldn't have you know been doing that so you know <laughs> has that been life changing for you no but it made for a no. really fun story yeah so yeah, you haven't embraced Scientology I have yet. not embraced Scientology yet well you no. know when the spaceship comes you're not going to be on it no I'm going to be boned L Ron Hubbard is going to tell me that I got to stay behind. But you know, yeah. that's all right. Is I, he is he going to be on the spaceship? I I mean, I, I don't. I mean, Zenu at least will be. I assume Elron mm-hmm. has some sort of higher consciousness. Because yeah. I, you know, I think that's their whole deal. Is that like when they send the kids down to the the school or whatever in Clearwater, they make uh, them sign. I believe it's called an indoctrination camp. Either which way, but they they yeah, they yeah. they make them sign contracts where like they're committing to being Scientologists for the next million years or something like that. So huh. I think they must live long past after their mortal vessel right. passes away. You know, they yeah. they continue on. So I maybe that El, makes sense. Maybe Elron would be there in some sort of yeah. weird spirit, you know, Jedi ghost form or something like that. You know, so sure, yeah, whatever. All right. Well, I mean, listen, maybe it. <laughs> The podcast doesn't work out. You, you could start a religion. Oh, don't think for a moment that the cigar pulpit hasn't thought about the idea of doing right. some sort of cigar-based religion, so I can get tax-exempt status on all my purchases. <laughs> <laughs> I just it's just I tend to that's think the, the book go- you got to write there, too, right? Yeah, I, a you bestseller know. about your religion. Oh my God, the good book of the cigar. There you go. Yeah. I just, yeah, I tend to think the government might have a few things to say about the idea of me, you know, starting a religion based around a cigar. Yeah, I haven't tried writing off my cigars, right, because... Oh, see, oh, now... Listen, it's part of my business, actually. No, it's research and development. Producer. I keep all yeah. my receipts. And yeah. see, and the best part is my new bookkeeper, she smokes cigars. So, mm. I it was a total... I had no idea at the time when I signed up with her and she's looking at all my receipts and she's like, 
you go to these cigar shops an awful lot. I'm like, well, I do this. And she goes, oh, okay. And then about 10 minutes later, you know, we're sitting there in silence. She goes, so what's your favorite cigar? And I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be that, that general <laughs> question that some, some person just asked to make conversation. So I give this, t- you know, oh, it's, you know, I, I like all kinds of different ones, blah, 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 and all that. And I just kind of schluff it off. And she's like, I really like a Monte Cristo. It's nice and light and whatever. And I'm like, huh. and I'm like, whoa, back up. Wait a minute now. <laughs> yeah. I brought her some Aladinos when I uh, went for my, my final meeting in April before it was time to file. Um, boy, that didn't help me. I really would have thought that bringing some cigars <laughs> might have helped me out. But no, I, I still ended up with a nice big bill by the time it was said. I don't think you want them to get too creative just creative enough i mean like, yeah <laughs> can we take that bill down just a smidge no yeah i think we did no. the best we could so well why not i'm gonna move uh real quickly to video only because i gotta switch just a couple buttons because this is my reality so uh those of you on the audio side uh come back in just a sec or i'll we'll be back in just a second all right, guys, and we're back on the audio now. So if you missed all that, head on over to YouTube. There was actually some some funny, there's some funny things there. I mean, you know, I, I think Mr. Yeah. Mr. Jonathan would be entertained to listen to that. So I think he should go watch the video. I think he should. I think he should. Well, why don't we now go ahead and hear a little bit about my monthly cigars. This would normally be the time that I give some information about My Monthly Cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks. Thanks. While you guys are over there, make sure you check out the fucking good coffee. You can get the Daily Press. You can get the Lounge Blend. You can get all kinds of good fucking good coffee. Mm. Yeah. Fucking good. Fucking good. You guys had the fucking good up there at the uh, New England Cigar Festival. We sure Festival. did. I don't think we had the Santa sauce, though. No, probably not. That one, no. that, that name is not. I yeah. Think, yeah. That just no. implies too much. Yep. Not a not the biggest <laughs> fan of that name. Nick, Nick needs to rework that for next year but i don't know um now so the last thing i wanted to touch on is before i let you go is that uh you know you 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 you're a bit of a renaissance man you're a baker you like baking i do like baking i i feature lectins in all the things i bake thank god yeah So, so i'm a big fan of baked goods and um uh-huh. so, i mean if you couldn't tell um and so uh what what sort of what sort of baked goods do you do you enjoy making like are you like are there I, things I you like, don't like making and I, i'm not a big pie guy yeah although uh, i make a good key lime pie i do like a key lime pie a key lime pie is delicious it is. Uh, chocolate chip cookies but they're not chips these are discs of chocolate. Oh, okay. Yeah, that I I source from Jacques Torres. Fancy. Do yeah, you, uh, he's a. Do you like? He's the- a very renowned pastry chef. Okay. Do you like chocolate mint? Is that a combination? I'm not a big. 
I'm not a big mint guy. Okay, okay. Because my you know, every every time I have a mint thing, it's like, well, I'll just have toothpaste. Yeah, that's fair. My mom one year at Christmas she made a she made a regular chocolate chip cookies, but she also made a variation where she took the the little Andes mints, you know, and diced those oh, yeah. up and put those in the, and made that is the chocolate chip. So and that was a nice change. Yeah, and the minty thing seems Christmassy somehow, it right? Is With the candy canes and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but you know, I I like a good cake. Oh, carrot cake. I like a good carrot yeah. cake. I make a great carrot cake. Oh my gosh! I yeah, uh, you would I, love it. I would love it. I'm yeah, and now now okay. So do you slather on a lot of the the cream cheese icing? Oh sure. Okay, because oh sure, because because uh, a carrot cake by itself is good, but I feel as though it makes a better frosting delivery device. Sure, because I and, really do enjoy the the the, the frosting on that. Yeah, I always use Irish butter for that because there's a lot of butter in there with the cream cheese, you know, like half a pound of each. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Although I I tend to probably go lighter on the confectioner's sugar. I don't like sickly sweet icing. Yeah. No, that's it's got to be sweet, but it, it shouldn't be overdone, right? Well, yeah, Which you is, don't want to feel like you're getting diabetes from it. No, it's always the problem with the, the supermarket cakes, right? Yeah. Even if the cake part is good, the icing is disturbing. Just too much. Yeah. It's too much. Okay. Um, I make make a good chocolate buttercream that's got some uh, espresso powder in it, Ooh. or espresso as... As we are wont to say <laughs> on the cigar authority, Express. That's actually that's actually a good cake. You end up putting a cup of hot coffee in the batter too. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it, Sounds, it's got it, this sort of mocha y thing going on with it. Not not like tiramisu, but you get that kind of coffee mm-hmm. flavorish oh, from a tiramisu. Yeah, a little bit, little well. bit. Yeah, you know, but the the chocolate chip cookies. I, I find it's critical to sprinkle some sea salt on before you bake them. Oh, look at you. That's fancy. But I like that. Because, yeah, that sea salt with the, with the chocolate. The salt is. really brings out the chocolate, yeah. right? And not so much that anybody's going to think this cookie tastes salty. No, but it just makes that chocolate It pop. really enhances the flavor. You know, salt is pretty important. For sure. I like in that. this whole baking process. Yeah, the the Christmas cake came out great. That was the lemon blueberry cake. I like Very a good, good lemon blueberry combination. It's that, a that, good combo. It is isn't a it? good combo. And it's not one that you see too terribly often. So I saw that you posted no. that and I was like, okay, I I could get behind this. Yeah, the batter had blueberries in it as well. Okay. You know, fresh fresh squeezed lemon juice, some zest in there. Very delicious. Excellent. Excellent. And then you made what I mean, what sticky sticky toffee? Sticky toffee pudding. Yeah. yeah. I mean that have you had that? I haven't. I it, love a bread pudding though. Yeah, this is, is a, similar to that. What it is is the 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 cake part of it is based on dates. Okay. Not the not the dates like you go on. Yeah. Right? yeah. But <laughs> it'd be all fun. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you end up, you know, putting the dates and heating them up 
and then throw them in the food processor. Okay. So you're making a, almost a date paste out of it, and then you you bake the little cake and make a toffee sauce. It, it's it's quite sweet, but it delicious. Like it. Interesting. Well, yeah. Do you like? Then, do you like? I'm making. I'm not a fan. Oh, I just is that poor people food well, too. <laughs> I just yeah, it feels like oh. you know. Oh, I got some stale bread. Let's make the best of this. Oh, I love a good bread pudding. But yeah, so oh, I'm sorry. Boy. You were saying you you also made. I I also make some fresh whipped cream, but oh. I keep that not very sweet. Okay, you know, and it helps cut the sweetness of the sticky toffee pudding. Okay, well that's yeah, nice. very nice. That sounds delightful. Sounds delightful. Uh, that's just delightful. Delightful. Uh, well, fun. Well, I uh, I have completed my HVC uh, hot cake here, and uh, we didn't really talk about it at all. It was a good, no. What did What did you think? It was a good cigar. I'm glad I bought two because it's one of those things. Sometimes you you know when you're smoking something like this, you're not really yeah. paying attention to it, no. or you can forget to pay attention to it, and then by the time you're at the point that you're done, you're just like, well. That was a cigar. Um, <laughs> so I'm glad I did buy two. I, so I mean, can... I think I think the price point is reasonable on yeah, them. I, I think, think they're around eight bucks or something, was, eight and change. I, I feel like I actually oh, was paid it less? like seven something for that it. That could be. Yeah. That could be. No, it, yeah. was, it was easily the cheapest thing that I bought, you know, <laughs> yeah. in my order. But no, it was it was uh, yeah. very affordable and it was it was really good. At that price point, you don't see that many fuller-bodied cigars. No, I mean, and it wasn't the Cigar like- Authority Cigar of the Year is one, but yeah, this one I think has more kick to it. Although the McAuliffe is a more refined blend. Yeah, I will. This one, I will say, it was it was fuller-bodied, but it wasn't. You know, like at no point that was it slit in my throat, you know, or or anything no. like that. I mean, it was. It doesn't kill you on the nicotine. It no, just, it gives you the impression that it's stronger nicotine wise than it really is. Yeah, no, it was a good cigar, and and I did a few retrohales, and even those didn't like cause me to hack up a lung or anything. So I got that going well, for me. All right, yeah, you, know? <laughs> you didn't pull a, a Mister Jonathan. No, no, no. Where he holds his breath and looks like his head's going to explode. You can't hold your breath with it. I mean, you just—that's <laughs> the whole point. You're literally letting yeah. the breath go, but just have to understand be with, the, with he, the smoke. But yeah, <laughs> he doesn't seem to understand that. I would have. Yeah, well, and would, if he wasn't already bright red from the. The niacin flushing? Yeah. He would turn bright red while he's retrohaling. I would have thought that a guy like he would be able to, you know, have the the proper throat control to cut it off and push the smoke (laughs) through the nose. But what do I I know? (laughs) (laughs) We can't explain some things. Some things are just not for us to know. Um, Anyway... Well, uh, in terms of the socials, I am available on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit. I have the uh, Facebook group, The Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group. You can get in on the fun there. Uh, I am on Twitter slash X. I don't really do much of anything there. I pretty much just hit the toggle on Instagram to share it to there. Uh, YouTube, where you can watch this. And, um, well, uh, aside from that, uh, at some point, I'm going to get my Ask the Boys situation kind of figured out, but uh, mm-hmm. um, 
I, I have I have thoughts and plans for that, but that goes back to what you know Ed and I were fucking with before we decided to move over yeah. to Zoom. So um, you'll get it down somehow. I'll, I'll figure it out at some. Point. You'll figure it out hopefully. So and yeah, I'm only available on anti-social media. That's good. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I don't good. need to interact with people. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I can be found on the Cigar Authority there as well go. as the Ash Holes podcast. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Ed, thank you so much for taking time out. It's been delightful. This was fun. This was yeah. fun. We'll have to do this again. We'll do it again someday. I'm sure we will. All um, right. All right. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. That's Ed. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. minute jabs you want to take it mr j or anybody before we go i I think he's had enough all right i gotta save some for our own content this is true you you you've got your show coming up here soon so all right well thanks ed